In this episode of Locked On Capitals, it is the player and review of Garen Bjorkland, one of the up-and-comers in the Washington Capitals organization. Let's talk about Garen next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked on Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. Listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available on video. Head on over to and check it out. And when you're on, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this edition, we are going to talk about Garen Bjorklund, one of the up-and-comers in the Washington Capitals organization. Uh, they also, um, as you know, signed Clay Stevenson to a deal earlier in the year as well. So the pipeline is pretty full for the Washington Capitals. You know, if there's one thing you can say about the Caps is that they always have great net minding in the pipeline. Now, I guess you can make the argument that Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov maybe weren't some of the greatest goalies in the Caps history, but uh, that's a debate for another day. It could also be said that maybe the play in front of them wasn't the best as well. But in this episode, sticking to Garen Bjorklund, um, the Capitals assigned goaltender Garen Bjorklund to a three-year entry-level contract. Senior Vice President and General Manager Brian McClellan announced his contract will carry an average value of 843333 So a nice contract for a young up-and-coming guy. You know, to be making six figures at such a young age, that's, you know, got to be like a good reward, you know, for a life of, you know, playing hockey and playing it the right way. The Capitals selected Bjorklund at 19 in the sixth round with a 179th overall pick in the 2020 NHL draft. The six foot two, 178 pound goaltender finished this season with a medicine hat Tigers of the Western Hockey League with an 8-8-36 and two record one shutout, a 4.26 goals against average and a 0.877 save percentage. The Grand Prairie uh, native signed an amateur tryout agreement with the Hershey Bears of the AHL on April 20th. So I guess it remains to be seen where he ends up. Um, he could, uh, you know, it seems like be playing with the Bears, as you know that the Bears moved on uh, from Phoenix Copley, or he signed a deal with the LA Kings. So, you know, like I was talking about in the beginning there, if there's one thing that you can say about the Capitals is that they always have a great goalie pipeline. If you just look back historically on Braden Holtby and uh, Grubauer and Neuverth and, and and just over the years, it just seems like they've done you know excellent job selecting uh, goalies in the draft or signing them in uh, some other form or fashion. 
Bjorklund was ranked fifth among North American goaltenders by the NHL Central Scouting prior to the 2020 NHL draft. Bjorklund posted a 25 and one record and a 2.91 goals against average and a 0.897 save percentage in 28 games with a Medicine Hat in 1920 season. His 20 wins ranked third among rookie goaltenders in the 1920 season. So, I mean, he does seem like he has a great record. He has a good upward trajectory, if you will. Um, so, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. You have him and you have Clay Stevenson in the pipeline. So if there's one thing I know, you know, it's Darcy Kemper and it's Charlie Lindgren and Zach Fucale and uh, Shepard um, in the pipeline there. So now... I mean, that is restocking that. That is your future uh, netminders for the Washington Capitals. And the future looks pretty bright, I've got to say. In 96 career games in the WHL with Medicine Hat, Bjorklund is 40-48-4 with three shutouts, a 3.50 goals against, and a .892 save percentage. Bjorklund won the Alberta AAA Championship with the Calgary Buffaloes in the 1819 season where he registered a 1.76 goals against average and a 0.934 save percentage in 11 games. So, I mean, you can't really ask for much more from a young up-and-comer and that is what I'm most looking forward to. You know, it's funny when people say, well, you know, preseason this or preseason that doesn't matter. I love watching preseason activity. I find it most exciting to see what these young up-and-comers have in the tank. You know, for example, the goaltenders are always exciting to watch. It's kind of like watching a quarterback, if you will. You know, they play such an important role on the team. So to be able to get an opportunity to see what Garen Bjorklund or uh, Clay Stevenson or, you know, some of these younger guys that I'm not as familiar with or I haven't seen them play as often. I get pretty excited about that. So it is going to be really exciting as camp approaches here within days uh, to see ultimately what do these guys have in, in the tank. You know, I'm also excited about, you know, some of the other players, uh, Connor McMichael and Hendrick Slop here. So this is really setting up to be a really fun time of year uh, if you're a Capitals fan. Now, if you take a look at it, some of these players, I know we look at them and you're like, well, I want to see them today or tomorrow. Well, these players aren't going to be ready for today or tomorrow. As you know, the Washington Capitals signed Darcy Kemper to a five-year deal, I want to say, and then they signed uh, Charlie Lindgren to a deal as well. So these are future players uh, in the organization, but just taking a look at them, and I'm going to end up doing another um, uh, profile as well on the goalies in, in, in general, just to kind of let you know what the, the Washington Capitals have in-house in the future. I mean, I've talked you know, throughout the summer about Zach Fucale uh, and Hunter Shepard. But to talk maybe a little bit more about Clay Stevenson, um, I did a profile on him. Oh, geez, I want to say about three or four months ago. But I would say, you know, some things have changed in his past. I think that, uh, you know, he, well, you know, I've watched some interviews with him down at uh, MedStar Ice Complex there, and it seems like things are, are going well with him. Uh, so to just kind of brush up and get all of you kind of reacquainted um, with what the Washington Capitals have in the pipeline, whether it be in the net minding or whatever the case is, it is setting up to be a really exciting time of year. All right. So after the break here, we are going to continue to talk about Garen Bjorklund and what kind of net mind is he and what can we expect from him in the future we'll talk about that next 
All right. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all of the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. And as the hockey season approaches and NFL is going in full swing, it is so exciting to watch these games, especially when you have bet online on your side. So go to bet online where the game starts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this episode, we are doing a profile and kind of preview of Garen Bjorklund and what kind of player is he? What can we expect from him in the future? Um, and in this upcoming article here in Nova Caps, they were talking about players to keep an eye out for. And uh, Garen Bjorklund is one of them. Bjorklund wrapped up a tough 21-22 season with a medicine hat going 8-36-2 with a 4.26 goals against average and a .877 save percentage. You might think that's not very impressive, but that was one very bad Tigers team. Bjorklund reported to Hershey following the conclusion of medicine hat season in order for Capitals brass to get a better look. The change in scenery went well for Bjorklund, ultimately signing a three-year entry-level deal with the Capitals on April 29th. I'm looking forward to seeing more from him. And um, it is going to be exciting to see, you know, what what is it? What do they have uh, in him? So let's kind of take a little bit of the face off the clock and look at the gears. Who is Garen Bjorklund? What kind of player is he? Let's start with the vitals here. Bjorklund is a six foot two, 180 pound goaltender from Grand Prairie, Alberta, drafted by the Caps in the sixth round. So let's just get into kind of a career summary of him. So he is a big frame, um, six foot two. It seems like the Capitals always like to go after those big size netminders. Um, if you think of some of the other ones, and you know Charlie Lindgren, for example, they always like to have that uh, big frame blocking the net, and it always seems to to work out rather well for them. In the 17-18 and 18-19 season, Bjorklund played for the Calgary Buffaloes in the Albert Midget Hockey League. Bjorklund played for the Medicine Hat Tigers in the Western Hockey League. For the tail end of the 18-19 season and the 19-20 season, he was the backup goalie for the team in 28 games, posting a 25-1 record a 0.29 or excuse me a 2.91 goals against average and a save percentage of 0.897 despite being a backup Bjorklund was rated as one of the top 5 North American NHL Central Scouts final rankings he shared the net with 19-year-old Mads Sogard whom the Ottawa Senators drafted in the second round in the 19 NHL entry draft so that's some pretty good company. I know he is a young guy, but if you think about it, that's fine. You know, he can spend his time, you know, getting his game better down in Hershey and kind of progressing. And you know what we've noticed here, and I I, I don't want to jump the gun and say he's ready for the NHL in any capacity, but injury and, um, you know, that kind of thing is sometimes an opportunity for some of these younger guys to kind of prove themselves to say, this is the kind of guy I am. Give me an opportunity and I'm going to prove myself to you. And I think that uh, that would be one of the things that um, 
would help Bjorklund at some point. Bjorklund spoke about Solgard, having him as a good buddy, a role model and someone to look up to. I think that definitely helped me with my rookie season. Watching him go through all of last year definitely helped me this year, showed me what I needed to get better on and helped me to keep pushing. My goal is to get drafted and hopefully I can do that. In the 2021 season, Bjorklund went 10-7-1 with a 2.60 goals against average and a .921 save percentage for Medicine Hat and was ultimately drafted by the Capitals. Bjorklund wrapped up a tough 21-22 season with Medicine Hat going 8-36-2 with a 4.26 goals against. Bjorklund joined teammate Drew Krebs in reporting to Hershey following the conclusion of Medicine Hat season on Friday, April 15th. Both Bjorklund and Krebs signed amateur tryout agreements with the Bears. Um, just to kind of summarize, uh, the change in scenery went well for Bjorklund, um, who ended up signing that uh, extended contract. And uh, if you kind of just take a look at his career and his trajectory, like I talk about, I think that the arrow is pointing up for him. You know, it's one of the guys out there that you kind of have to be patient for. He's not going to pay dividends today or tomorrow. But if you can have him in, like, say, a Clay Stevenson uh, in-house to kind of look up to, then I think that, you know, that is that that is the best case scenario for the Washington Capitals is to have that kind of depth. Um, because as this team gets older, you know, I know that we have Darcy Kemper for the next several years here and we have Charlie Lindgren in-house and I know that there is a bit of a depth chart there, but if you just take a look at it, and if you take a look at even just Clay Stevenson and Garen Bjorklund, two real promising prospects in the Capitals organization, and you got to give it to Ross Mahoney and all the scouts out there that have just a really keen eye on picking these guys out. You know, I talked about in yesterday's show about Ivan Miro Cheshenko. And uh, sorry if I get that name a little bit wrong there, but um, Miro, we'll go with Miro, is that sometimes these guys don't necessarily pop out on the page, but these guys that have been scouts and have gone to to observe these guys for so many years, they kind of are able to pick out, you know, I, I don't want to say diamond in the rough, but maybe some players that, that some of the other teams didn't pick. Uh, and in this particular case, it was about them going out and, you know, kind of pursuing a Garen Bjorklund. And I think that in the future, I think that uh, he will fit in well in this organization. Um, just because, I mean, you never know. There's trades that could take place. You know, Darcy Kemper kind of has a, a history of injury. And ultimately, Charlie Lindgren is an unproven commodity. We don't know what we have in him. So, I mean, just having your eyes to the future, I think, will help the Capitals the best. All right, so after the break here, we're going to continue to talk about Garen Bjorklund. What kind of player is he? And to kind of to talk a little bit more about his history, we'll talk about him next. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. We're going back to shows five days a week. And as we talk about this Capitals team who is inching closer and closer to the start of training camp, um, it's where the rubber kind of really meets the road, doesn't it? We're going to you know see what all these prospects and these young guys really have in the tank when they start taking shots from Ovechkin or they, they're on the ice at the same time as Ovechkin. What do they have? And as a goalie, 
you got to think that that's a pretty great opportunity to tell your, you know, friends and family, you know, I took a slap shot from Alex Ovechkin or, you know, whatever the case may be out there, or to kind of brush shoulders with a Darcy Kemper out there, you know, for a lot of these young guys, that is, you know, if you can take a look at someone at like Darcy Kemper, that is someone whose career went the right way. So if you can kind of, you know, take pointers from him and, and and find out what he did in his career to get him where he is right now, because that is the end goal, I guess, for all of these players, isn't it? Is to to play in the NHL on a full-time basis and to, you know, at some point win a Stanley Cup. That would be the above all end all, I would say, if you are, you know, a hockey player at this level. So just kind of taking a look at Garen Bjorklund, um, just some of his statistics and the scouting report on him as a goaltender. One of the biggest keys to success is confidence and Bjorklund has it in spades. He's not afraid to make a snazzy glove save or toss in a pad stack just to spice things up. He's got the agility in the toolkit. His hands are plenty active and he's got great conditioning. He's got the longevity to endure even the messiest of performances in front of him. And that was from elite prospects in 2020. And uh, sometimes it's interesting to kind of just take a look back and see who these players are, even at their earliest stages, because, you know, I, I, you know, I would say that rarely is a player that's really poor at the most beginning point of their career. Do they turn it around and all of a sudden become a really great player? You know, I know that there's always exceptions to the rule when we talk about those kind of things, but if you take a look at someone like Garen, just just looking at his scouting report there, even from his earliest days of getting scouted out, is that he had an impressive record or he had an impressive game. So those are, I think, some of the things that, you know, kind of set off the radar for, you know, Ross Mahoney and, and some of the, the scouts for the Caps, you know. And I think that, uh, you know, looking at those scouting, scouting reports uh, is what can really help out a lot here. So just kind of taking a look uh, at his record here in the 21-22 season with Medicine Hat in 48 games played. Um, you know, he had a pretty good record out there, I got to say. Um, you know, all things considered, you know, like I was talking about earlier in the show, it was a poor Medicine Hat team in front of him, I guess. Ultimately, you know, if you look at his stat sheet, 8 and 36. Um, but um, just other things, I'm going back all the way to the 18-19 season, um, especially in the 19-20 season where he went 20 and 5. And, and then in the 20-21 season with the Medicine Hats went 10 and 7. So, you know, kind of some ups and downs, but that is kind of what is to be expected with these young guys. They're not always going to find their way right away. It's kind of just nurturing what's there. And, uh, you know, like I say, when they're playing at MedStar um, Ice Complex with, you know, some of the best, Darcy Kemper and and the, and the coaches out there, you know, that's going to help really refine their game. So if there's anything that there's any questions on, like, am I doing this right or am I doing this the wrong way? You have some guys out there that have been there and done that and kind of can maybe uh, correct you a little bit there. So this was another review of him. Bjorklund is a goaltender with a great toolkit who is scratching the surface of what he is capable of. He does have a, he does a great job at tracking the play, especially finding pucks through traffic. He's got fluidity and that technically in his game that allows him to move quickly and stick to his angles. Um, and uh, just kind of taking a look there on, on, on who he is. Bjorklund is a goaltender with a great toolkit and just uh, scratching the surface, like I was saying there, but he is 
highly aggressive in challenging shooters at the top of the crease and made little adjustments to get the set of the shot in order to either maintain, square, or set his body so he could control a rebound if he couldn't make the shot stick. His athleticism and dynamic movement bails him out while making some flexible saves and scrambles or playing pucks off a screen. He can make flashy desperation saves while still looking calm and confident on the downside. His form is still a little weak, especially when trying to move post to post. Rebound control is very high end, swallowing up lots of pucks and successfully steering other shots into corners. Moves quickly around the net, including going post to post, shooting out to the top of the crease and dropping into the butterfly and then springing back up. His puck handling and willingness to work with a defense alleviates a lot of pressure. His glove hand is an asset, but he also tracks pucks well to other areas of his body. So that is um, uh, FC Hockey's 2020 NHL draft guide. So, I mean, there's not a lot of negativity uh, to look at in his um, uh, career so far. I know it's just the beginning of his uh, professional career as he just signed that deal with the Capitals. Uh, the Bears organization is is where he's going to cut his teeth uh, most likely, but you know, like I saying, the future looks bright for this Capitals team because one of the things that we noticed this last season with Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov was inconsistency. And, you know, sometimes when you look at the stats on a lot of these guys, you're like, well, this player is going to be this way and this player is going to be that way. But when you looked at Vitek Vanacek and you looked at Ilya Samsonov, you know, the trajectory, the outlook for them was so promising, you know, especially Ilya Samsonov, who was drafted high. And uh, I think that ultimately that's why the Caps, you know, kind of tried everything in their toolkit to get those two to work. Because, I mean, the trajectory of them was great. If you even take a look back on the the short time where the Capitals lost Vitek Vanacek to Seattle, everyone was up in arms going, there's our goalie. What are we going to do? So, you know, I'm looking at these guys. I'm looking at Garen Bjorklund, and I'm looking at uh, the different guys in the organization. And on paper, ostensibly... They look like they're going to be good players. How are they going to be with the rigors of the NHL season? I guess that remains to be seen. And I guess in a lot of these cases, you'll never, ever really know until you put them to test. And that's going to be coming up sooner or later. So either they're going to stand up and they're going to be great players um, or they're going to get pushed aside. If we want to take a look at um, just briefly to end the show here, take a look at Ilya Samsonov. Um, up in Toronto, under the in a pressure cooker up there, constantly under the magnifying glass. How is he going to do in that environment? You know, if you take a look at Toronto, there they are an all-star team. If you looked at them on paper, if you looked at them and you got Nylander and 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 all these great players up there, you you look at them and you go, man, this this team is stacked. But what is the one Achilles heel that you can think of that's tried and true every year as long as I can remember? Netminding. And Ilya Samsonov, is he going to be their saving grace? Um, I guess that remains to be seen. I know he is only one of the goalies in the equation there. I do think that uh, Vitek Vanacek stands a little bit better chance in New Jersey. Um, I think it's a bit of a better team around him, kind of a young and up-and-coming team. And I think that he's going to have to to kind of fight for his job because they have an established goalie uh, in New Jersey as well. So it's going to be interesting in general just to kind of look around 
the NH, uh, NHL and see what shakes out, you know, on, on game one around the league, who's in net, who is starting on each line, what are the defensive pairings? It's such an exciting time of year, and I look forward to it uh, every year and uh, just to kind of see what they have. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.